Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome to this very special edition of Atlanta Business Radio. It is our Women in Technology special episode. We do this every month, if not more often. It is so much fun. Stone Payton, Katie Galley here with you to participate in this conversation. We have back on the Business Radio X microphone from Women in Technology, Miss Sandy Welfare. How are things in your world? Everything is going well. Good morning. What a success, or at least it certainly looked that way. We had the pleasure of participating in a live broadcast there at your last event. Uh, so our perspective on it, it was a raging success. Is that the case? Get us caught up. How did it go? The WitConnect 2017 event was very successful. So we had 710 people in the room. So that's 210 more than we had last year. And we made over $300,000 for our WIC Girls and WIC Campus program. So fantastic event. Oh, baby. You know, that's more money than Katie makes as, as a host. And she hosts her own podcast. <laughs> and she's our host here for the Women in Technology series. I mean, they're outpacing you. They're making more money than you are. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Katie, speak to your experience at that. Uh, so you had a great deal of fun. or You look like you were having a ball, yeah? <laughs> I really was. Um, I uh, was telling Sani and Gwen before that uh, it really was probably the highlight of my adult life so far, just being in a room like that and being surrounded um, just by incredible men and women in that space and seeing young women too in college and even in high school on robotics teams and just really forging ahead in leadership and um, in the technology space and then having the opportunity to represent Business Radio X there and be a show host and just have these conversations. It was, I mean, it, it was honestly an incredible experience. All right. So for obvious reasons, as the only male in the room, I am keenly interested in the conversation, but I'm going to get out of the way and uh, let Katie do her thing. But I'm going to ask permission from time to time if I have some questions or ideas. Is it okay if we have like the male minute and I can pop in and ask? No. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Right. Of course, you can jump in whenever you want. Fantastic. All right, so today we are joined by Gwen, Tina, and Ruthie of Equifax, and um, we're really excited to have you guys here. And uh, Gwen, if you could just kick us off and, you know, um, say a little bit about what you do with Equifax, what is Equifax, and how you guys are forging ahead with technology and innovation. Okay. Well, good morning, everyone in the room, and good morning to all of your listeners. Um, I am Gwen Young, and I am with Equifax, and I have the pleasure of serving as our external technology relationships manager. And I also uh, manage our internal, get my mic ready here, I think it's up too high. <laughs> I'll have to get you to lower it for me, Katie. But I also manage our internal women in technology initiatives and our employee engagement for the IT organization. Wow. So working with the internal wit, is that how you got connected with women in technology in the first place? That is because we are uh, part partner, sponsorship partners with women in technology, as well as uh, Technology Association of Georgia. Okay. So that brings us with the opportunity to be able to work with Sandy and her fabulous team to be able to help their community, our the Equifax community, as well as being able to serve our internal employees. And that includes men as well. Mm-hmm. We create opportunities to engage all of our employees in making them, helping them to be more aware of STEAM and to be able to help girls and other women within the community in their awareness in STEAM. Hmm. 
I mean, that is an incredible initiative and the fact that you get to pair with an organization like WIT and really champion that for both, yes. both men and women. It's really, I mean, it's an incredible thing. And uh, Tina, how about you with Equifax? Um, how are you uh, How are you involved with them? What is your role? And um, how are you liking working with women in technology? <laughs> um, so I'm Tina Frausto. I actually lead Equifax's global lead to cash um, transformation, which uh, is an opportunity for us to replatform all of our technologies using state-of-the-art um, applications while we're standardizing our business process across the globe, which connected me back with Gwen. I have been involved with women in technology at Equifax on and off for the last several years, but with the momentum that Gwen brought gave us an opportunity to really leverage the project that I'm on um, to support Gwen, and to get involved with all the community things that she was talking about, as well as working with our women inside Equifax um, from a mentor um, capacity, as well as just a peer um, and our, you know, our circles of success and uh, encouraging that, you know, everyone to be courageously comfortable. I like that, encouraging the courageously comfortable. And um, you spoke a little bit about to the mentor um, aspect. Mm -hmm. So how is that? How is that working out? How are you mentoring others? Um, so right now, we have um, more of an informal program at Equifax where we are encouraging um, young leaders in the organization who may not be courageously comfortable yet with asking a senior leader um, to coach or to mentor to go ahead and do that. So not only mentoring some individuals that have asked to be mentored, but also encouraging others to go ask senior leaders or maybe even just peers mm -hmm. um, to you know, act in that capacity with them. That's really cool how you're examining it from both ends of the spectrum with that mentorship um, and getting them to reach out to mentors, but also simultaneously just building that relationship and fostering that. That's yeah. a great, a great way to look at it. And Ruthie, how about you? How are you involved with Equifax? What do you do in, in support of um, the technology aspect? I am uh, Ruthie Manlapas, and I'm part of Core Software Engineering. So I'm a leader there, and um, we're looking at creating reusable technology for all of our business units through all the countries that we service in Equifax. And so the groups that I lead are the voice of the customer in sitting with the agile teams and sitting with the engineers on a daily basis, helping them understand what it is the business needs and what the customers need and um, helping to lead the processes that allow for more innovation as we try to move more towards business agility within Equifax, which is over 100 years old. So it's a wow. bit audacious, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. And um, involvement is, um, far as with STEM and STEAM, and what we're trying to do is, is just trying to ride the coattails of Gwen and feeling the support of amazing female leadership at Equifax, because this really is the first company where I felt like the senior leaders who are women are very intentionally looking down through the organization and trying to support us. It's a huge benefit. Wow. And can you, I mean, speak to that, how you feel, I guess, in comparison to other companies you've seen or worked for, how those women are intentionally going down the framework and building you guys up in that way? Well, I informally, like interactions with Tina, knowing her, because we're in two different parts of the organization. So um, knowing her through this mm -hmm. and being able to reach out and say, I got an issue. How do you think, how do you, here's how I'm thinking about handling it and being able to run it past someone else. Because there are just some instances where as a woman in a very male-dominated organization, it is great to be able to pass it um, before another woman and get another perspective there. So informally, there are good leaders like that. Formally, there are leadership programs that um, 
Equifax is investing in for women, mm-hmm. um, organized, and the curriculum is very um, specific to women. And I think there's just a concerted effort going on right now, which is really appreciated. Yeah, right. that's a, a great point. You know, there's specific people that you want to go to for certain things, and it's not like you're trying to compete with one another. It's sincerely building one another up. Yes, that is definitely the tone within Equifax, which has been great. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, and Gwen, it seems you're kind of the, the champion of this right here. <laughs> it's a collaborative effort. Is it collaborative? Sure. Yeah. She's the force. Yes. <laughs> she is the force. <laughs> um, so can you speak to a little bit about um, how, I guess, working with women in technology and just how this this kind of environment and this mentorship and everything, the community that you have within Equifax, how that has impacted you and wanted you to work um, with women in technology in this way? Well, as, as uh, Ruthie and uh, Tina have spoken that, the support within our organization is one of the most important reasons to be able to inspire me to jump in, want to jump in and, and move it forward. Because when you have these types of um, huge initiatives, like beginning a Women in Technology initiative, mm-hmm. it's not going to really um, evolve unless you've got like a top-down type of support. The bottom up, the ground up, if you will, as well as, you know, from the sides and everywhere, that grounds well, that's important as well. But it's really important to have that top-down support, which we do have. And that starts with our CIO, uh, Dave Webb. Mm-hmm. It also starts with our executive sponsor, uh, Senior Vice President Jun Ying. So uh, <laughs> to that effect, it's, it's moving for me to be able to come up with ways, along with our steering committee, of being able to engage our employees. And mm-hmm. so that means being able to tap into what we call at Equifax our shared value. And that's a value that we, we uh, work with our communities and our partners to be able to, I have to remember, stop turning them. I'm used to looking <laughs> at people when I'm in conversation. So Sandy's to my right, so I'm looking over at Sandy. So I'll stay focused. I'll be good. I'll stay front. <laughs> but um, being able to partner and work with our communities and work with our, uh, like I say, partners like Women in Technology and um, TAG to tap into what's important, what's essential to uh you know, what our employees would like to be embraced about and what our communities are wanting to be embraced about. So that means we spend our time uh, working with schools, you know, being able to mentor, find opportunities to mentor. We've, we're working on a particular, and I want to, you know, shout this one out because we think this one is very special. Um, we're beginning a partnership, hopefully, with uh, a group over at Spelman. Wow. Um, so it's a, a the name of the group is Code Black, and what they do is just provide um, computer science support and awareness, um, anything computer science to a group of girls over in the southwest area of town. And, uh, you know, that's traditionally been an underserved area. So mm-hmm. to be able to bring focus, that's one of the things that Equifax is working on, um, being able to work with the the West Side to be able to be a part of that initiative that helps to empower um, that uh, community financially with financial um, assistance and and um, work, you know, to be able to empower them to make great financial uh, decisions, right. but also being able to support them education-wise, mm-hmm. which is so important. So being able to grab those girls at a young age and empower their minds so that they have the mindset. We call it a growth mindset at Equifax. Mm-hmm. 
to be able to think, yeah, this is a direction I'd like to go in. Let me learn more. So we provide time with our women and then our men as well to mentor and shadow and show them exactly what this is, giving them lots of ideas about the types of roles that are involved in technology and and STEAM, if you will. So it's not always what you think, you know. So there, uh, you know, we provide those kind of real opportunities so that they can see what's involved and then possibly see futures for themselves. Yeah. So very Um, encouraging. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's amazing that you are empowering women and I mean, men in that way, just young kids and showing them the realities of entering into technology and what that can actually mean and providing that educational component to show them and foster that um, within them. And so, um, to that end, I was wondering for you, Gwen, and then Tina and Ruthie, whenever you guys want to um, chime in with your own stories, I was wondering for you, how did you initially get involved with technology to bring you to where you are today? Sure. And why are you so passionate <laughs> about empowering the next generation? <laughs> that's a great question, Katie. And uh, I appreciate your going there because that's one of the other things that we like to highlight with our Women in Technology Initiative. We call it our Her Stories mm-hmm. because it's not always starting in a technology background. You know, we have several, like say, for instance, our chief security officer, Susan Malden, she shared her story where she actually started in music with a music background. And now she's, you know, chief of our security efforts. So my particular, her story, (laughs) I actually have um, a technology background, over 20 years in technology. And that includes being on the front end, doing everything you can imagine, starting you know, as a help desk analyst, starting um, as a business analyst, starting as a systems administrator, and one of the, like a network engineer where I'm in the closet, I'm under the floor, <laughs> and I'm doing all those kinds of things. <laughs> and, you know, and the reason was because of, I have a, a real service mentality. I don't know where that comes from. Um, perhaps my upbringing, my parents, my mom, um, but it's just a real focused mentality on providing service. So that means if I have to get up under the, the desk to connect you in my pearls and my my pumps, I'll <laughs> gladly do that. <laughs> but during that time um, in front, if you will, on the front lines with employees, um, particularly I've always worked in an IT organization, I realized that as much as I loved learning about technology, I really loved the people within technology more. So we're related to, you know, our developers and um, our project managers, all those kinds of folks. So it it dawned on me that the rest of my career, this new uh, direction in my career, I'd like to spend time, you know, behind the scenes, being able to engage with those, the people who make technology possible and help share and tell their stories, um, help them to be able to develop more, develop their stories more. And to be able to be that front line, to be able to be that voice that helps their stories uh, resonate with others. And in doing that, we get an opportunity to invite more, motivate more women, more men to be able to come into a STEM environment. And now, you know, it's important to include arts. I actually have a communications background, um, have, you know, marketing background, all of that. Um, But it's important to bring arts into it as well, because without the sense of art without being able to communicate, then your technology or whatever kind of degree or focus you're in, you know, falls short. So I I like that we've, you know, included, we took a lead from 
from women in technology to at A. And so now we're on board with STEAM as well. So, yeah. yeah. I love that. You're at the forefront of education for the next generation. And it's being the kind of person that you wanted when you were younger, that mentor exactly. and that guider. That's, I mean, that is incredible. And um, Tina, can you speak to that? I mean, how you got involved with technology and why it's so important for you now to be in that mentorship role? Sure. So I do not have a communications or a marketing background. <laughs> so my answer will not be nearly as colorful as, as Gwen's was. Um, I actually have a degree in computer science from Virginia Tech, the, the other one, <laughs> um, and started off installing fiber optic networks on military ships. So that dates me a little Whoa. bit there. Um, but there were no pumps and pearls in that job. <laughs> So um, along the way, after a few different industries, I actually crossed over to the dark side and worked on the business side of the house for a while and um, found myself in a fairly decent position having both backgrounds, understanding the business as well as understanding the technology, which is when I really started focusing on my career um, a little bit later than most. But, you know, similar to most, I think in my age group, we were probably first generation college graduates. So not a lot of guidance coming up. Our parents didn't know. They did the best they could to encourage us to go to college. Um, So when I really started focusing on my career, um, you start looking back and you go, if I had known this 10 or 15 years ago, oh my goodness, where could I be today? And so that kind of led the desire um, to do more, as Gwen was saying, working with um, some of the individuals coming up through the company. And luckily through Equifax, um, fell into the relationship with women in technology. Mm-hmm. And going to some of their events, I was like, this is where I need to be. This is what I need to do. So as much as I focus on the goals and objectives at work, it's just as important to work with Rusi and Gwen on our goals and objectives um, to help others. So I guess that's not a very, again, not a very colorful way of saying, having gone through, um, oh my goodness, if I had known, or I wish somebody had told me to do this sooner, um, or ouch, that really hurt. I'd like to share that with other people so they don't go through the same ouch. (laughs) Um, It kind of brings you to this path. Yeah. And I mean, that's a really great point to talk about your own experience and know what you went through and see the things that you saw and just understand now looking back on it and you see someone else going through that same thing and you can step in, you can be that resource that they need so badly at this point in their lives. And I mean, that's a really incredible thing that you're able to do through Equifax and now working with women in technology. Um, and Ruthie, can you speak to a little bit your own story and how you ended up here? Well, like Glenn, Gwen, I also didn't, do not have a computer science background. So I actually have cultural anthropology. So mm-hmm. started in liberal arts um, but what I learned there was analysis yeah. and looking at systems and in human systems from communication to spiritual to sociology, all of those fitting in. And I feel like that plays such a huge part in what I do now, working in technology and helping to set up the organization so it's aligned as optimally as possible so that we can get the right groups talking to each other and get the business utilizing the the really advanced tech that we have going on inside of Equifax, which you probably wouldn't think of right away, but some of the big data things that we have going on in the DNA, um, uh, data and analytics inroads that we're making is really kind of impressive and cool. So my um, my background is a little bit more windy and, and involves a lot of life choices where I was looking for a good fit of a job that um, matched with having small kids and being married and trying to maintain that, in which I, I feel like I've finally started looking at my career 
here at Equifax because some women tapped me on the shoulder and said, I think you need to look at your career. (laughs) So rather than just looking at it as a job, which had been my approach, which was, let me see, this, this next project is incredibly complex. Let me see if I can hang and understand what these technologists are trying to do. This is a very difficult problem. And continuing to try to add skills Um, even though I don't have a technology background, but to see, as Gwen was saying, where can I be of service with this problem, with where the business is trying to go? Mm -hmm. And it just was always interesting to me what was possible with technology. So I just, I wandered into that area and tried to make the most of every opportunity I had. Wow. That's, I mean, that is an incredible story, all of you, how you ended up where you are and especially really that continuous learning. And like you said, just following the path and walking through every open door that was there and viewing it as a career rather than a job and not just a means to an end, but something you could actually delve into and really, really enjoy and learn about innovation and technology, even though that's not even your background. It's not, but you know, there are there are amazing technologists who are willing to teach you at Equifax. So you get into those conversations, you begin to learn, they share, you hit Google and you search a lot and you (laughs) self-teach. But, you know, there's that kind of collaboration there where um, no matter what the role is or the career step, you can gain, you know, all kinds of benefits from just taking advantage of, you know, what's around you and trying to help others. They're very generous. Yeah. That's, and I think that's key, you know, like you were all saying, surrounding yourself with people who can build you up. And it's that top-down thing where where you have that experience, what you've gone through, you can use that experience to help others and bolster them and build them up. And each of you in your own stories, it seems that's um, kind of a theme. And it's now what you're offering to give back and pairing with WIT, such an incredible organization, Women in Technology, to do that is, uh, I mean, it's just a great, a great resource all around to have. <laughs> well, I, I'm very curious about... Uh, the way technology has pretty much taken over mm-hmm. credit monitoring. And so I'm loving hearing everyone, how they've written their stories. And so it, we, we love that. But of course, I'm just so interested to see or hear about what is the technology side, what's happening in terms of Equifax, because that's just, phenom- I mean, in terms of cybersecurity and all the things that go with it, it's just very interesting. I think it is, um, it's a huge space. I think for so many years, we were known just as this credit company. And um, our, our leadership has helped us pivot. Hundred and, help me out, 17, 14? Well, yeah, yeah, it's probably sorry. about 17 now, I guess. Years old. And we're, we're in some yeah. ways like a startup mm-hmm. that has grown through acquisition through these credit bureaus all throughout the world, right? So I'm in a part of the organization that I can't speak to, um, specific products that are out there because our organization tries to find commonality, common needs for technology throughout all those countries and put that forward for reuse so that within each individual market, they've got less technology to build and can configure to the specifics of that that one country. And that applies for credit monitoring as well as um, fraud detection, right? And all the insights that are brought forward from the data and analytics, you know, powerhouse of a team that we've got at the organization. So I don't know if you want to add to that. Yeah. So I think one of the things that um, Equifax has done that's pretty exciting, um, several years ago when Rick Smith came in, um, we actually launched a new product innovation process that allows us, so it doesn't focus on any particular technology, um, but it allows anybody in the company from any geography to submit an idea And there is a process that enables them to vet that idea. We can pilot it very quickly or do a proof of concept. 
um, and determine if we're then going to put resources behind it, people, funding, et cetera. Um, and then there's a specific process that takes it all the way through launch. Um, and prior to that, when we were focused on kind of that credit bureau side, that wasn't as important, but as, you know, Ruthie's talking about having all of these incredible data assets now that we can do um, many new solutions for our customers, we have a way that we can um, basically embrace everybody in the company to submit good ideas, and then we can vet them quickly and get them out to market, which I think is one of the things that really gives us an advantage right now um, and has helped all of our employees truly get involved um, in, in the whole process. Okay. Wow. Um, and I mean, it's it's really incredible to hear about the things that Equifax is doing just overall in um, technology and innovation. I wonder if you could speak to how in particular in Atlanta you see um, Equifax at the forefront of um, just innovation and what they're doing, what you guys are doing in particular in this city. So I recently participated, um, Equifax was um, invited in on a board of regents call. Uh, we sit on a FinTech board and here in Atlanta, and there was a collaboration session with the university system here in Georgia, where the university systems really wanted to know, how do we need to change our curriculum? How do we need to affect the computer science um, graduates coming out, both undergraduate and graduate, so that they're more prepared to go into this sweet little fintech spot that Atlanta has carved out? Um, we've got a lot of powerhouses here in the Atlanta area in this space, and it's it's good for all of us. It's good for the mind share and for the employees who are able to come in. And so I think Atlanta is doing really great. And I think to see our university systems, again, trying to get earlier in the funnel, trying to get the right types of projects for the students so that they're thinking around data, they're thinking around financial systems, they're getting awareness um, outside of just the theoretical, but how to run a system at scale with the pace that you have to with credit card payments. Those types of things, the fact that um, that energy is going on right now in Atlanta, I think it's faring very well. And we're doing um, quite well, even though I think the generic thing is to think of the West Coast with technology. I think we're coming in strong. Yeah. Do you have anything to add, well, Tina? I was going to say, and we've also done partnerships um, with a number of the universities directly. Okay. Um, for, with interns and um, bringing some of those students in. Um, and we've just opened up a new location that's strategically placed very close to Georgia Tech. Wow. Um, so that we can try to attract some of that young talent, both women and men, um, but to come over to the company. And I think we'll see a lot more of that in the Atlanta area. I mean, that's very impressive. And um, I think it's such a key market, it seems, with where you guys are at, getting in with universities and really gearing towards those students and who are about to, you know, graduate, move on to the next stages in their life and um, really educate them in that space. And uh, so can you talk a little bit about, if you can further, the curriculum that you're trying to work with or help universities develop or in what ways in particular are you trying to gear towards those students, those collegiate students? I don't know about the curriculum. So the session I was in, um, we covered things um, across uh, software life cycle development. It was grounded more in the specifics of what you come across when you're when you're running a financial tech company. Okay. Um, those were the types of ideas that they could launch into the projects and the collaboration sessions that the classes would be working on. Outside of that, I think Equifax has a really strong co-op and intern mm -hmm. program in all different sides, in all different parts of the company. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. 
um, and um, not just in technology, Mm -hmm. as you're saying, Ruthie, right? We do it in finance. um, We do it in operations. Mm -hmm. um, And we're still looking for those um, individuals with the STEAM backgrounds in all of those different areas. And so, Katie, to add to that, we actually have a university relations uh, group who specifically targets those types of initiatives. So there is a curriculum there that is dedicated to supporting those STEAM fields as well as business. So uh, Women in Technology, where we're partnering with our university relations, is to be able to accompany the that team on roadshows to okay. different colleges. That's something that we have planned. And then being able to directly um, have access to those students and specifically women. Right. So that, again, we can share our stories there. We can help encourage their stories and be able to respond directly to the kinds of questions that they may have with, again, what do I do with this degree? As Tina mentioned, you know, I was one of those two. I got my my paper, so I'm like, woohoo, I'm done. I'm right. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I look back at this photo that I still have on my desk, and I'm smiling in the graduation photo, but in my head, I'm thinking, okay, now what? <laughs> and what if? Right. What if? So, you know, I, I focus that, and I use my what if um, analogy as a, inf- you know, um, uh, informing uh, futures or, you know, something like that, being able to directly look at, well, what do I do with what, what yeah. and not look at it as like a waste, but finding ways to be able to build on what you have in order to get where you are. Mm-hmm. So being able to speak directly to those students while they're in college, yeah. answer those kinds of questions and give them insights so that their strategies can be planned while you're in college. That's the goal, people, to be able to plan those strategies while you're in college and not be like Gwen <laughs> at your graduation <laughs> and you're thinking, what if? So, you know, being able to have those kind of intern experiences, and that's something that we buy into big at Equifax. We have lots of internships that we offer throughout the company. And, and that critical and on, you know, hands-on kind of experience in that real-world work kind of situation is vital. You know, even though you've got your experiences in college, and as we know, there could be vast, but there's nothing like when you get inside of a corporate environment and you see what the day-to-day life is yeah. and how, you know, Absolutely. not necessarily conforming, but being able to find your voice and being able to align with what you do in that kind of environment. You just can't come in late, can't sleep late. You, can't, <laughs> you know, you've got to get there and you've got to know and, and learn the ways of that corporate environment. And that's critical to be able to have that kind of on um, hands-on experience before you graduate. When that's so true, the interns that come into our department, they're they're not getting coffee or making copies. They're, they're in with the Agile teams. They're paired up with another product owner. They're writing stories for the team, which is a bit of requirements that you give to the engineers. And the great thing about the program is that I, I had one uh, really bright young woman from Georgia Tech who came in and she said, this is too technical for me. <laughs> This has been incredible, yeah. but I, I really want to know what they're doing over there in ops. I've been in some collaboration sessions with other interns, and do you, and so we were able to, you know, introduce her to another part of the company, and she's, gonna, she's still interested in staying with Equifax, which I think is great. But they get this opportunity mm-hmm. to go in and to try it and to see what they like and then collaborate with their friends who are in other parts of the company and then, you know, try another slice. I, I didn't have anything like that 
when I was in college. So I've been kind of flying blind to trying to figure out the next step. And I think it's just a great opportunity for young women and young men Mm -hmm. um, in the area to participate in our company. And we love it. They come with great energy and ideas, and it's it's great for us, too. And I think it puts us all um, in a great place with our Women in Technology Initiative, because as we're all saying, we all have, you know, 2020 is hindsight. So we all have these what-if ideas in our head. And, you know, that is so important. And it's so special because now we can speak directly to these students and to our younger women coming in and even more seasoned women if they're ready for a career change because we know the questions to ask. We've been there and we know what what we wish we could have been able to ask. So it's just wonderful to be able to kind of relive it and do it the right way through these new stories. Um, and, and one of the initiatives that we apply with our Women in Technology um, initiative, it's called HOW, being able to share with other women and other employees within the company our specific HOWs. And HOWs is H-O-W-W, your habits of winning women. So we, we find that pretty much of a jewel and we're trying to kick that off all over. Like we have a global initiative, not just in the Atlanta area, mm-hmm. but Equifax is a, a global information solutions provider. So we want to be able to tap into our global communities and especially our internal global communities to be able to share exactly these hows and, and help encourage you know, folks all over the world. So this is a personal record. 33 minutes, 37 seconds. I haven't said a thing, but <laughs> <laughs> I've thoroughly enjoyed listening to the conversation. And of course, the question that always comes to mind for me, and particularly in this instance, is what do you need most and how can we help? And I have one idea that I'd like to at least plant the seed with you guys going forward. But uh, yeah, what, what do you need most and, and how can we help? And I mean, the big we out there, all of us that are interested in this topic, but I'm also talking about the smaller we. Mm-hmm. The Business Radio X Network. Mm. Uh, I, I'm really enamored with this idea of capturing the stories. Mm-hmm. So, well, I will go ahead and say it. I just, I want to send Katie into Equifax, into other companies, capture stories. I want to send Katie. I, so anyway, that's an idea I'd love to explore at some yes. point. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're on board. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah. yeah what else? I, I mean, we, we want to help. Uh, so I, you, you may not have an answer at this point, but I think it's. Well, I can tell you right now that would be great. I mean, um, the entire generation above me was all in medicine. Nobody knew anything about business. (laughs) And so I just, I didn't know other people's stories. And I didn't know how other people figured out how to have a career and a family and a personal life. And and you just need those examples. So I think that's a great idea. Okay, good. See there? Just a little spice there. Good job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm back. At, all right, but, but, uh, and we've got to keep this conversation going, and we are at least on a monthly basis, but maybe we will put a little more attention yeah. toward finding ways to capture more and more of these uh, her stories, and there yeah. may be some him stories that make sense. <laughs> yeah. Scott, uh, Scott, I think that would be good because, you know, our mantra, our tagline at Aquifax is that we're powering the world with knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I uh, think this venue... Katie, Women in Technology, I think this is a great way for us to be able to share all of this with the world. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, we're on board. (laughs) Well, we have a plan then. All right, uh, before we wrap, uh, and we'll we'll wrap up with with Sandy, but uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to share with the the group uh, where they can continue the conversation, either with you guys individually 
or maybe within groups. I don't know what's appropriate for contact information or that kind of thing. Maybe LinkedIn or, you know, right. whatever's a, a appropriate, but I'm just going to go around, start with you, uh, Ruthie, and then just, you know, let them know what's appropriate if someone wants to continue the conversation. I think LinkedIn's probably the easiest to to continue the conversation. Yeah. All right. And and it said like, Ruthie, your last name? It'll, it'll, the formal Ruth (laughs) Menlapas. Oh yeah. One of the Menlapas. Yeah. One of the Menlapas. There we go. All right. Good enough. Yeah. And say, same. Um, I, I do think that they could probably reach out to Gwen, too. Um, I don't mind if people reach out to me at Equifax. Um, okay. It's Tina.Frausto, F-R-A-U-S-T-O, at Equifax.com. Um, Gwen's the front door there for anything okay. WIT-related, any of our um, STEAM initiatives that we're working on. Um, I'm, I'm happy to entertain anybody's um, contact, but as far as partnering or understanding what we're doing, really uh, the best place to go is Gwen, and then you get the single point of contact there. Um, but but I welcome, you know, anybody that wants some information to reach out. Okay, great. Gwen, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I'll just share that we are starting uh, a social media platform. So we're working ah. on that now with our um, PR department. But in the interim, we'd love to hear um, information, ideas, uh, ways questions. to be able to share whatever you have. Yeah, questions with uh, all of your listening audience. So the best way to reach us is at our internal um, email. It's womenintechnology at equifax.com. Oh, perfect. That's an easy one. Yep, so please, perfect. we welcome any response that you have, and we're willing to work with you. We want to work with you. We want to be able to utilize all of our, all the world to be able to help power. There's another idea. Steve French, our tech guy, if you're listening to today's broadcast, I know often you tune in. I want women in technology at businessradiox.com. Uh, I, I'm learning all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. So a place for us to, you yeah. know, and I don't know, maybe it forwards to Katie's address. Or, no, let's forward it to Lee's address. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> Lee's our CEO, for those of you who don't know. All right, Sandy, uh, coordinates for people to reach out and have a conversation with you. But uh, maybe even before you go there, Give us a little bit of a, some foreshadowing. What's coming up next with WIT, next event, that kind of stuff. Next up, I mean, how appropriate is our conversation today that next week's WIT Forum is on gender parity and what organizations are doing to equalize that. So uh, next oh, yeah. uh, July 19th, 19th, we're going to be at Maggiano's in Buckhead. So this is going to be our space going forward. So very excited to uh, have two great panelists and an excellent moderator. So all right. Out. And so, uh, website, email, whatever's appropriate for my, folks to keep Mywit.org is, it's all there. All right. <laughs> Katie, have you had fun today? I really have. All right. I <laughs> yeah. know we are starting to focus more on analytics as we, you know, we've switched over to a new platform here at Business Radio X, and we apologize. There's a little bit of a challenge getting to some of the old archives. We're getting, we're working on that. But with that, we have more capability and we're doing, we're, we're capturing more information. A survey we're not going to do is how people enjoyed Stone hosting the WIT series and Katie. (laughs) I think we probably already know the answer, uh, but uh, you did a fabulous job. And I I think we're all in agreement that this is the way to to facilitate that uh, 
that series. But before we wrap, one more time, not only are you doing all this great work with our network, you got your own thing with the Keep Moving Forward. Lay some coordinates on us. Okay. <laughs> um, I also host the uh, Keep Moving Forward podcast in accordance with all the work that Stone and Lee allow me to do with them and Business Radio X, which I love. <laughs> um, and keepmovingforward.us is where you can go to to listen to my podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes and follow on social media at Keep Moving Forward Podcast. Well, thank you again, Sandy, for putting together such a terrific panel. My pleasure. Thank you all for coming down, investing your time and energy. Please keep up the good work. And let's do keep these conversations going. Thank you all. Thank Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll see you next time on Women in Technology on Atlanta Business Radio.